Hello, hello, my dear audience and listeners. In this episode, I'm going to talk about those key figures in your life who see something in you that you might not be aware of, a certain potential. And I'm going to share with you a story um, of how it has happened to me already four times. Three times it has actually been manifested and it's part of my reality today. And the fourth time is in the making. So these are those people who come into your life. They might not be significant. They might be significant. They might be family. They might be friends. They might be acquaintances. Sometimes they might even be strangers. And they see something in you and they say it that um, something that you're not even uh, aware of, or maybe it's somewhere at the back of your mind, but they see a certain potential in you and they express it. So the first time it has happened to me was actually my grandma. My grandmother, who insisted from a very, very young age that I go and learn um, extensive English education. She was the one who insisted. And I wanted to give it up so many times. I just wanted to be like the regular kids. Why do I need all those extra hours of English? What am I going to do with this? I don't need this. So when I was around 12 or 13, she said, no, you cannot give it up. You cannot quit because one day you might need it to earn your bread. Okay? And of course, you know, I was a 13-year-old girl. I didn't think about it, but I didn't quit school. And then later in life, when I moved to Israel, and if you listen to my story, how I actually became um, an English teacher in my early 30s, then I recalled my grandma's sentence that maybe one day you will need it to earn your bread. And trust me, I never planned. I never thought about, I never had any calling to teach English. It was apparently a tool that I had. So this was the first time it happened to me that somebody said, said a sentence and somewhere it kind of stayed in my subconscious. And then when the time was right, it actually, it actually became reality. The second time it happened, um, I was already teaching English. I was in my mid-30s somewhere. And I had this wonderful kid who was serious ADHD. And I was working mostly with adults, but I had a few um, kids that I worked with and I really enjoyed teaching kids because they are like, wow, the, 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 their way of, of, of learning is just so fast. It's the, the mind, you know, it just what takes a long time to explain to an adult can be for them like a question of, oh, five minutes. Yes, all they need is attention at the end of the day. 
So this kid was serious ADHD on a level of he would get up in the middle of our lesson and start playing football and, and it was fine. I mean, I had a conversation about this with his mom. His mom was a master coach, life coaching. She wasn't just a master coach. She was one of the founding members of the International Coaching Association in Israel. She's American, but she lived there. But she was one of the, one of really the pillars of this whole association. They must have been about 20 years ago now. And she, she, she was, and I liked her very much. And then um, I asked her, what is it you do? And then, yeah, I'm a coach. What is coaching? And so on and so on and so on. And then she said, if there is anybody who should be a coach, that's you. And I was like, really? What does it even mean? She said, you are a coach. You are a coach. Go learn. And she actually connected me to the coaching school, the life coaching, the coactive life coaching school and course that, that I did afterwards. It was that sentence that she said, if there's anybody who should be a coach, it's you. And it came from like one of the, you know, the leaders of the association. So she saw a potential in me that I had absolutely no idea about. I had no idea what coaching was, let alone thinking about me becoming a coach. Like, what is this whole thing? It was a milestone in my life. Definitely one of those things that changed the course of uh, my life. The presence, uh, really the benefits of, of learning and doing that course 20 years ago. I'm not talking now that uh, you see everybody becomes a life coach because they do uh, some short course, uh, but I will prepare a different episode about that. So that was the second time that, that it happened that somebody saw potential in me that I wasn't aware of and actually put me on a different course, uh, like a different path in life. An influence that was, at that point, not, not subconscious. It was, it, was, it was out in the open. She said it. And I understood it. And I actually acted upon it. But then again, I wasn't a 13-year-old girl anymore. I was uh, in my mid-30s. And um, the next time it happened was... Um, a few years after that, I had this friend, she lived not so far from me. She was a yoga teacher. And that was one of my first experiences ever with yoga. I actually went to just to try it out. Uh, I talk about yoga a lot. You can listen to my other podcast when I talk about the benefits of yoga. So you realize that um, it did stick. But uh, I went to try. And... Um, in the middle of the class, she said, you have a yoga body. And I was looking at her. I was like, what is a yoga body? She said, you're strong and you have balance and you're built for yoga. And I was like, what do you mean? 
you have a yoga body, go learn how to become a yoga teacher. And I was looking at her and I was like, what are you even talking about? This is the first time I ever step on a yoga mat. And, but, but you know what it is. It's kind of like, I forgot about it. I don't think I even went back. Maybe one more time, but I found it boring. And I was like, what is she even talking about yoga body? I'm not specifically or, you know, uh, flexible. I always had this idea that yoga, yoga teachers or yogists in general are very flexible people and they have like amazing um, um, acrobatic abilities and so on and so on. But she saw my physiology, that I have a strong body. Um, I'm not too weak. I'm not uh, too, you know, I, I have enough flexibility, but not. So it, she saw something with the eye of a yoga teacher that I had no idea about. So a few years later, and you know the story already, I did sign up to my favorite yoga teachers ever, Miri and Gili Kharuvi. And I did become a certified yoga teacher and Ashtanga yoga teacher because of that inspiration that that neighbor, that girl who was teaching yoga said a few years before. Because that's not something I ever thought about. Like, yoga? Okay, let me try. But really, should I, like, honestly become a yoga teacher? Should I go for a certificate? Should I, like, put everything on it? Isn't it just for fun, for practice? So yoga is another milestone that has completely changed my life. And I've been practicing now ever since I stepped into that yoga studio in my teacher's class, yeah? Which is a good 15 years now. And it has completely changed my life. So this was the third time that somebody has seen a potential in me that I wasn't aware of. And um, now I'm reaping the positive results of that. Now, I mentioned in the very beginning that there is a fourth time which hasn't manifested yet. And of course, this fourth time has come from my master teacher, my spiritual mother, Gaia. And there is also an episode dedicated to her because I've been her student for over a decade now. And, you know, we do course after course and the... magic, uh, all kinds of uh, workshops and um, level one, level two, level three. And she told me a long time ago that I'm going to become a light language teacher. And I remember looking at her and I was like, Gaia, what are you talking about? First of all, it's extremely expensive to get the certification and I don't even know anything and then I did, you know, in order to become a light language um, teacher, instructor, you have to do the courses three times. So, you know, the material, but it isn't knowing. That's it. It isn't about knowing. It's not a, a knowledge that you acquire. It's, it's 
it's becoming. It's becoming a master of light language. Light language is sacred geometry. Light language is um, high magic. It's the code that the universe is written in with the colors, the shapes. It's very deep, very complex. And of course, it takes a lot of not just learning, you becoming. Every single shape, every single geometric shape and every single color, you, you, you must, you become that. It, par, it becomes part of your aura. It becomes who you are. And that's one thing. But in order to teach it, <laughs> you have to master it. There's no other way around it. So this is the first time that I heard and now I'm absolutely conscious of it and I'm aware of it. And, and, and I, I just had the conversation with Guy a few days ago. And she said, oh, what a shame you cannot teach in Cyprus. And I told her, Gaia, my time hasn't come yet. And I know she's right. I know that it will happen. But my time hasn't come yet. The time will come when I'm ready. Yeah? When, because... Here, there are no shortcuts. You become the master teacher. There is no other way around it. Somehow, you see, my whole life has been somehow around the topic of teaching, instructing, coaching, mentoring. It is my essence. But the truly surprising and funny thing to look at is when I'm looking back and I'm like, it was, it was outsiders. It wasn't me. It was strangers in a way, okay? Okay, it was my grandmother. It was, it was, it was people outside of me who told me, who showed me that there is a potential in me that wants to come out, that needs to come out. And the good thing is that I took their advice, my grandma's advice and that coaching leader and my yoga teacher friend. And I'm sure I'm going to take the advice also of my highly appreciated and very loved spiritual mother. Did it ever happen to you? Like, if you look back, if you like recall your experiences, your, your milestones, those big decisions that you made in your life, were there outside forces involved who actually opened your eyes to a certain path, a certain way, a, a certain potential that, that would suit you, that would help you become who you are supposed to be? Has it ever happened to you? I wonder. Feel free to share with me. I, I love these kind of stories. I love to hear other people's stories about, you know, how, how we manage to become who we are. That's it for today. Today's episode. I'm not sure how I'm going to call it yet, but uh, I'm sure I'm going to come up with, with a title. So until next time, enjoy your day. Be safe. Namaste.